Hey everybody, how are you? This is going to be probably the noisiest intro to a podcast that I've done. So outside of our apartment, they are redoing the pavement in the parking lot. In the bathroom, they are uh, fixing our bathtub because our downstairs neighbor, uh, we call her Quiet Lisa because she's perfect. Uh, she's a librarian and she's wonderful. But uh, she alerted us that our bathroom was leaking into her bathroom. And I just, we felt horrible. But they're fixing on that now. And Aaron is giving two very cute students violin lessons. So it's just like a lot of chaos, a lot of commotion going on. But it's worth it, I promise. This is a really fun episode because it is finally Bleachers Day. Bleachers is one of our favorite bands. We've waited a long time for them to release new music. They released new music. And we're very excited about it. So we talk about that. We talk about this show, How To, with John Wilson. And I don't want to give spoilers because we're not a spoilers podcast. But we watched episode four <laughs> of that show. And it is the biggest laugh I've had in at least a year. Like, full-on belly laugh. I'm doubled over, in pain, cannot breathe kind of laugh. Uh, it is a very mature show, so uh, if you are f are faint of heart, please do not venture to this show. But uh, it, I, I got to be honest, I cannot believe how much we enjoyed that. And then we talk about uh, getting exposed to COVID. You know, things cases around the country are ramping up, and uh, it seems like it's about to be a very dark winter. But uh, we got exposed over Halloween, and we kind of like talk about what that was like and all that kind of stuff. So super fun episode. Uh, we hope that you are gearing up for the holidays and, and getting excited. Um, we are taking off next week because it's the week of Thanksgiving, but we will see you next uh, the next week. So um, no podcast next week, but we'll see you the week after. We love you. Here we go. Oh, Jeremiah talks. I want it to be you talking on the intro. I will together. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, babe. How's your, day? How's your day going? Sweet intro. Sweet intro, thanks. Feelings, Will. I ate too much breakfast. You did make biscuits. Yeah, I feel really full. They like were on very a, good. Like, a, like not in a cool way. Like I'm, I ate too much. What is a cool way to be full? Can you describe that to me? Like, wow, I haven't had that meal in forever. Yes. I feel, I'm so glad that I ate that much of it. You okay. That's a cool way. That's a cool way. This was I'm like thinking the biscuits like, were like kind of bland and I'm a little disappointed in that. I'm thinking like the the fall fair and you get a funnel cake. That kind of full is like cool full. That's pretty cool. Cool or, full. Cool full. Cool full. <laughs> cool full. So it wasn't one of those today, but that's okay. I'm also thinking of that uh little uh, Mexican popsicle place oh, in town. Oh my word. Yes. So there's this place they sell authentic Mexican like popsicles they're like cream popsicles i guess is how mm -hmm. you would say it and yeah i don't really know how to describe what they do it's like elaborate and awesome i ordered like a snickers a one yes it was like and a, there was a whole snickers bar yes in the popsicle. and they they like cut the snickers directly in half and they like the insides of the snickers were like facing outward it was amazing it was just it was a very cool full for sure okay without a doubt sure yeah and i also like i hosted a baby shower yesterday and I love showers because of all the awesome food. And but that just means like, like I had some of the Rice Krispies from that today. And like, I'm just like, whoo, very. Woo, dog. Woo, cool My fool. feelings will are 
I, Monday is my favorite day of the week, without a doubt. I love a good Monday. You're good at Mondays. I'm good at Can Mondays. I tell you that? I, no, no. Let's let's talk about it. Yeah. I wake up eager. I wake up like fresh. I wake up fresh. I'm like nothing can go wrong. You always sleep well. I always sleep well. It's just it's just all of it comes to a head on Monday, and I feel like I've done a good job this Monday. Wrote a new song today. Yeah. Climbing out of my little self pitying writer's block after a, a while of that. Go ahead. You seem less. N- Mm. Oh, what are you about to say? Were you about to say needy? No. Oh, okay. It's still not good, though. You seem less, like, negative. Oh, that's not nearly as bad as needy. Okay, good. You seem less negative than you have been in recent times. You ready for why? I've stopped listening to so many dang political podcasts. Babe, I love you so much. You were so negative for a while. Yes, I was very negative. And it's so funny. The thing. Nancy, negative. Go ahead. Shermaya. Go ahead. Yeah. The the thing I listened to the most was about the election and something that was so huge in my mind. I just don't even humor anymore. I know. Um, is the coffee ready? Yeah. Do you need some more coffee? I want to go get a little bit more coffee because okay, mine ahead. is like cold and no, it's go annoying. Ahead. Good. Okay. Got it. Got so, your coffee. Yeah, I do. Uh, real quick, I just need to like reflect on the coffee station for a minute, and I already told you. Stop saying that. I already told you this uh, in our marriage. Like, like I've told you this a few days ago. Like, I already know what you're I about to say. I don't know how. Whenever you get coffee, I, I don't know. Whenever we have a house one day, our coffee station is gonna have to like live outside, or like the grinder is gonna have to live outside because like. Just like shrapnel everywhere. Yeah, it's a it's a hot mess. And I, it, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know how people grind coffee without getting it everywhere. I think it's impossible. No, okay. Here's the thing. People do get coffee in places. That's the thing. It's it's hard to do like a clean. It's hard to do a 100 percent clean coffee transfer. Right. But here's what other people do. They clean it up afterwards. <laughs> And well, so, other people got more I time. Just, you know what I mean? You it's probably, Monday. I'm out here. I ain't trying to be cleaning coffee up. Can I? You already know the answer to this, but you don't know that you know. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. I'll quit saying I know. It. I'll good quit saying Lord. Oh, sorry. It's my, <laughs> Monday, it's my Monday catchphrase. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so second nature to I you know. now. I know. Okay. Um, so close your mouth. Um, if I'm, if, if I'm stressed out, like if you just see me in the apartment and you can just tell I'm stressed out, what do you think is a good thing to do? Start cleaning. Yes. Yeah. Which is why the first thing I did this morning was wash all the dishes. So kind. I put all the, um, baby shower drinks in the fridge. You did? I did. Where are they? Uh, see, how could you know? Thank you. I know. So, yeah, my just, thought was like she never always. goes over to the coffee station, so that's like low priority. That's I go my over station. There a lot. Well, I see it a lot. It's also where all my cookbooks are, and like I don't know why, but I, I guess because it's like breakfasty, I keep my honey in like the coffee area, like honey and like my agave syrup and maple syrup. Like that's all in our coffee station, which I think is kind of weird. That is weird. But I do that. It's just like it's been its home, and I don't want to change it. Um. Anyways, we can move on. Yes. I just, yeah. It is it is officially long awaited finally Bleachers Day. Yeah. So one of our favorite bands, 
I would say yes. to this day the most fun live show I, we've ever been to. That we had we had so much fun. We had such a great time. Bleachers is the the band uh, founded by Jack Antonoff, who is one of the most prolific and popular songwriters right now. He he writes you know his biggest uh, claims to fame I guess are Taylor Swift. He uh, produced and co-wrote the new Dixie Chicks album or uh, what are they called now? The Chicks. Really? The new Chicks album. Mm-hmm. He uh, he does Lana Del Rey. He does Lord Lord Melodrama. He produced and co-wrote a lot of that record with, which was one of my favorite albums. Carly Rae Jepsen. Carly Rae. He's just he's a pop monster. He was in the band Fun. That was like how he. That was his big break. But if you're having a hard time remembering that band, here you go. Some nights I stay up, getting on down down, Wow, that sounds like a country song, the way you sing it. My bad, it's because I forgot the words. And I went to... It's like a a knee slapper. Yeah, that's it. It's catching in a back rub. Yeah, I don't know the words. It's a hit. It's the only pop song about back rubs. Maybe I helped one person recognize that band after that song was sung. just you. Yeah. But they had the song... Tonight, oh, I should have done back that rubs back and the back streets da, da, back. Da, da, yeah, da, so da, he's da. been around for a minute. What a great karaoke song! I know, I've never one. done karaoke, but his band Bleachers, one of my favorite bands, one of the most inspiring songwriters in the game for me specifically. I think he inspires you specifically with producing. He no more than anything. More than anything, right? Produ- I will say yes, but even more so than that. Let's be more detailed. Singing? Nope. I yes, because the thing that's most inspiring about him is he does everything, and I love that. Also, on is gone now. The name of the album? That yes, I'm that, really bad at album. That names. was my favorite record of 2017. I would say one of mine too. Yeah, uh, he has recorded therapy sessions in the background of how many songs just maybe one song well he has a uh he has an ep and it's called uh what is it with river it's the river ep i can't remember it's like run me like a river or whatever it's called and there is like a 16 minute just therapy session set to music wow yeah because he's big on therapy he's big on like mental really health believes in it, yeah. yeah his big the first big bleacher song was i want to get better yes yeah. Yes. Oh, that one was so good live. Yeah. Everyone just like freaked out because it's like, I believe that his fans really care about what he sings about. Yes. Mental health and stuff. And I, and you, I could feel that the night of that concert. We saw him at the Georgia Theater. Yes. With several friends. It was, Our fr- it was my this- friend Jim drove in from Mississippi for the concert. Yes. So it was like it was like a family reunion and also a live concert all at once. He like it was a great time. He missed the opener and he got there during like his first song, first or second song. Yeah. And it the saxophone player insane. It also was a standing concert and y'all know how I don't really love those, but no. I this is a band that I would do that for. You'd stand up for this band, that's yeah, for sure. That's for sure. But today I'm really glad we were going to do this podcast earlier, and I'm really glad we waited because 30 minutes ago, they released two new Bleacher songs announcing like the new era of Bleachers. So, so well, they were, did a release on a Monday. That's interesting. Yeah. So Strange Desire was the first Bleachers record, and then you had Gone Now. Gone Now was a huge record for us specifically. Like As a unit. As a unit. We, on tour, I listened to Everybody Lost Somebody. 
probably for a straight hour before I realized that there were any other songs in the world. Like We were in your parents' van on that tour. Yes. It was just me and you, and we would just, like, jump around in the van. Like, after a show, we'd get in the van, and we would crank that song up after every show. Yes. Because Don't Take the Money came out as a single, and I was like, oh, this song is, like, this is going to be the biggest record of all time. And it, like, obviously wasn't, but... He released Everybody Lost Somebody, and then, um, he what was the second one? It's, uh, some days I wish that you know me so well. That was the second single. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, not as into this one, but then Everybody Lost Somebody was the third single. Mm-hmm. And it was the only record I listened to for at least three months. Yep, that's true. And it, it made me, it inspired me. It made me want to write more. So today, whenever I woke up and saw that the first single from his new record is a co-write with Bruce Springsteen. Oh my word, are you serious? Yeah. So, well, I don't did, know if it was a co-write, but Bruce Springsteen is definitely a feature on it and he's definitely in the music video. Did you know it was coming out today? No. So I told so you a surprise? when we were watching Schitt's Creek, I said, I think we're about to get new bleachers because he's doing like this weird, like mystic or like mysterious album art posting thing where he posted the first album art and deleted all the other Instagram posts he did. Which is like a power move. It's like, oh, we got something cooking. I always like to see early posts. I don't like whenever people delete stuff. Yeah. And then they posted Gone Now yesterday. And I was like, I bet we're about to get a new song. Mm. I didn't know we were getting two songs. So Bleachers is, and Jack Antonoff specifically, are really well known for big sounds. Big production. Big production. It's like pop music, but like big anthemic, like just bangers from start to finish. And I listened to this, he did this like web over quarantine, this like web uh, interview over YouTube about produ- producing and like what it means to to make great songs and the studio and stuff. And I kept hearing that he kept saying, you know, there needs to be more space in recordings. Like pop songs specifically are just like filling up too much space. Like it's all, it's everything's too busy. And I thought that was interesting because I always that was always a criticism I had for Jack. Cause I'm like, there's not a moment of silence on this record. It's just like thing after thing after thing. Yeah. But he kept saying that. And I was like, I bet we're about to get a bleachers record that is stripped down or that is at least more open to where I get to do some of the work myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not being spoon fed every single thing about this record. I get to fill in some of the gaps and boy, Oh boy, was I right? Yeah. Because he released a song. There's two songs. One of them is called Chinatown with Bruce Springsteen. Okay. One of them is called... Bruce Springsteen sings on it? Bruce Springsteen sings on it. I don't know if I heard it. all of that. No, you it. didn't hear... You've heard most of that song. Okay. You, you were petering around uh, worrying about your uh, COVID thing, which we will get to. Uh, and then he released a song called 45, which may be my new favorite Bleacher song. It's so cool. It's so great. Yeah. It's just him and an acoustic guitar. There's some like stuff going on in the background, but it is definitely a an acoustic guitar song. What is the event where he did a very stripped down version of Gone Now live and it was with, Lord, like Lord was there and they did a Don't Take the Money arrangement that was just like, made me cry. Do it you was, remember that? Yeah, it was uh, Bleacher's Live, MTV Unplugged. There's an album yeah, on Spotify. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I, oh man, watching the video is really powerful. But yeah, the first time I heard Don't Take the Money Unplugged with he and Lord singing together... I literally teared up with the harmony at the end. Do you remember that? Yes. Like that, album, just, that album is great. Yeah. It's got uh, that version of Roller Coaster, I wish was the album version of Roller Coaster. And the chimes on... 
So that's I miss I miss those days. It's a great. I just I, I what a great theme. Jeez. Yes, I just I hope that you will go if you're listening to this and you're you will, so jazz. I'm so jazz. It's been a great day, and a lot of it is because <laughs> I'm definitely not a negative Nancy anymore. I'm yeah. definitely uh, being more open-minded to the future and not so pessimistic. I got and you a present. You did give me a present, and that's going to be my thing that I'm into this week. So we'll get to that too. This, you haven't even. No, no, I, I've, I've. But you're I, still into it. Got I'm, it. Got yeah. It, got it, got it. So I'll show you. I'll, I'll, I'll go deeper into that. But I'm definitely more cup half full today, and I was rewarded with new bleachers. I think our conversation with friends last night helped. It totally helped. I think that you had some realizations last night. So can we talk about that? Okay, let's go there. Oh. Oh. So last night, I had the biggest laugh I had ever had in quarantine. Oh, I was thinking about a different conversation, but no, I last know. night... Yes. Okay. So we have been kind of... Maybe biggest laugh in... Like, that's like one of the top for me of surprise. I can't remember the last time I laughed that hard. And, and I don't want to give it away, though. I, I kind of feel like if you're going to watch it, you need a heads up. Yeah, this is... This is our material, but you mean rated R? Or yeah. You mean our? No, rated. Yeah. Would for you sure. agree? Or oh, like I, it's de- mature. Definitely. It's super mature. Right. Uh, yeah. What's a good way to go so, go ahead? Well, let's let's go back. <laughs> let's go back a little bit. We're both so amped up right now, and I love it. So we have been kind of. Uh, in a bubble with this other couple in town. So we'll like watch other stuff with it. It's like, cause if we don't have community, we're going to go insane. Uh, they have a less than one year old and we're like really <laughs> close with them. So we're trying to like, what is it called? Like, but is it bubble? Is that the verb? This is, um, this, oh no, people say it all the time. Like, are they in your little pod of the pod? Like yes. your, your COVID pod. Yes. I guess. So we're COVID potting, uh, with a few people, and they say, we have this show for you that we're going to watch. And I'm like... Or they've told us about it a few times. Yes. And then they're like, hey, let's watch it together. That's my favorite kind of aunt. It's called How To with... I think it's John Wilson. It's on HBO. But it's How To Do Something. Um, every episode, it's this guy with a camera. He basically films his whole life. And uh, he basically... Each episode has a theme, but that's what it is. It's like just... He puts all this footage together and builds an episode around all this stuff walking around New York City, and it's just thematically what these shots mean. And it's not really completely, like, one of them is called How to Improve Your Memory, and that's the first one we watched, but it's not completely about that particular thing. Like, it's not as direct and singular as it, as the title sounds, hold right. on, but it is, uh, it's not singular like that. It He kind of dives into almost like an emotional realm of where all this subject could go. Right. Okay. It is it is very abstract mm-hmm. in its storytelling. Oh, I I'd I'd say it's very literal in its storytelling. Oh, cool. Uh neat. Cuz there were moments <laughs> where I was like, how does this go with that? It feels very literal to me. Yeah. So, How to with John Wilson and there is this episode called How to uh how to cover your furniture. Preserve or cover your fur- cover yeah, furniture. It's how to cover furniture. And it is the fourth episode in the season. Yeah. And I feel like I need to warn you. If you don't want to know anything about the episode, stop the podcast now and skip ahead five minutes. Okay. Here's, here's your nudity warning. End of statement. You will see Weenie. In Jeremiah. The, 
That was the nudity warning. Okay, what, what yeah. We, so there is a moment in... Okay, <laughs> but I, th- I think that we said enough. Okay. Because it's so fresh. We don't want to ruin it. I, I will say... There's no way we could, though. Because I literally don't even remember what he said. Yeah, I don't either. But I, I would have paid $50... Knowing like, that you would laugh that much to go on a roller coaster and the whole ride was just me having that laugh. Like that's how much I love a good laugh. <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest, I think that laugh pulled me out of my depression from quarantine. <laughs> like I think that that moment I like came to life again. That's intense. Yeah, because it was. I mean, I think it was a lot of things leading up to that. But it was too. also not a thing that was meant to be funny. I I think it. It had to have been. Maybe so, but it is It is I, definitely, so, so the, <laughs> I will say if the, if the conversation of circumcision Jeremiah. makes you uncomfortable, do not watch this because holy cow, it is. Okay. You need to stop describing it though because okay, you're going to give some too many things. Too many things. Um, but also we are just in a great space for it because one of our, the people in the pod why can't we say their names? My friend Hannah. No, you she can totally I, say their name. I was just trying to describe yeah, the I relationship. Mean, I mean, I'm sure Miles is listening to this right now. But like, uh, Hannah and I have the same sense of humor in terms of like what uh, visually makes us laugh, I think. Or sure. like, I, I would say that's our saying. That's where we align is like physical humor that cracks us up. And so I will, anytime I see something where I'm scrolling through, I'll like save it for whenever I see her next. So I had this... <laughs> I had this um, video saved for like a few weeks on my phone. So whenever I saw them last night, I we watched like I brought that up before we watched the how to video. And if y'all haven't seen it, it's just it's a minute long video of astronauts on the moon sped up. <laughs> and it's and just, it's just it's as like, hilarious as you're imagining. It's so good, and it's like black and white footage, and obviously, and it's just like. It's so good. And she and I like cracked up and she cracked up as much as I expected her to, which is always like she always delivers in that way, <laughs> which I super appreciate, like because then it feels like worth it. So we were already like giggly. And I'm I'm sorry that I interrupted you and Miles talking during that moment. But like I thought we were going to be quieter than that. And we also had a funny moment with like where Miles decided to hang a picture we know Miles, the nails were already there, so we're not judging you anymore. Okay, but this is getting too. Specific. I know, this but is I'm getting just, way I too. I just specific. wanted to say that, but all that to say, we were in a great headspace for this show. Yes, and what a what a treat! It it was a great headspace for the show, and also like I have been so in my head and negative or whatever <laughs> that like it was such a surreal moment in so many different ways that I just like was overwhelmed with joy. And that has spilled over into Monday. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like blue skies, whatever. So if you, it's so easy to be looking at this moment in time and being like, there's nothing good that came from this. And, um, you know, I, I don't know if we as people are meant to, this is something we talked about yesterday. We as people are not meant to have such long winters, like m- metaphorically. Mm Because this has been one heck of a winter. Yeah. To the point where it feels like maybe extended seasons like take permanent effect over you. Like it's like the climate change of your heart almost. Like it's like, and this has been such a long winter for so many people that if you don't start looking for the positive, you're not going to survive it. Because you have to find 
you have to operate from a new normal. Yes. As opposed to being like, oh, well, I just have to get through this. It's like, no, we need to kind of build on a different groundwork right now. Right. And I... I I made the like the conscious decision yesterday like I'm going to start being more positive because I'm a positive person and I have not been for 6 months. Yeah. And I I need I need to get my hands around this thing. And then when we watched that show and that man took his pants off. Sorry. It was Jeremiah. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because if you go into it not That's note, fine. That's fine. Yeah. Another thing um <laughs> oh my goodness. It's hard to say anything after after any of this, but I was reading that book, um, Start With Your People. I think it's like Brian Dixon is the author. I forgot, but um, there's a part where he he's just like talking about you are a summation of like the people that you hang out with the most. Yeah. And just kind of like taking note of like what's around you. And I'm not. I'm not saying this to be mean. I'm just saying it into like in an affirmative way, I guess, or just um, confirming that I do feel like you've been pretty negative. Yeah. Because whenever it said, you know, if there's negative people in your life, like that's not cool to be, that's not, it's okay to be realistic, but like it's not good for your mental health if you're around that all the time. Right. And I'm not blaming you for my mental health at all. I'm just saying like, reading that made me realize oh my goodness jeremiah's been in a really negative space lately i've been in a, and i'm sorry for that no no i've yeah. been in a negative space it was helpful for me to 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 learn i don't know like whenever you you pointed out or i needed to get there myself yes exactly. i needed to see like oh yes. dude this is not how you usually are but i what i did was i i read it and i thought of you but i said aaron you can't I was like, you cannot tell him that he's been one of the negative people in your life. And so I was like, I'm just going to tell him about this and kind of plant the seed and see if it comes up in any other way. And then it came up and then you've kind of made this realization on your own. And I've been having a great. Yeah. It's I, I feel like I'm finally turning a corner, which is which is I, something I do, I'm, too. And you realize that that wasn't I hope I'm not coming across as like being insensitive. Right? No, because I, I, I it's like whenever you knew I needed therapy. But you waited for me to get there. Yeah, that sounds like really mean out of context. Uh, no, but you weren't like, hey, Aaron, um, you go. No. and You let me get there on my own. Yeah, but I also wanted to create a world where you felt safe, like desiring that. Yeah, and that's, uh, yeah, and that, I mean, I'm just using that as a comparison. I wasn't saying that was a bad thing. Okay, yeah. I, no. I was just saying that, like in the same way as that you didn't force me to go. I didn't force upon you to realize that you were being negative. Sure. Okay. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. Yeah, sorry. I wasn't trying to be... No, that's great. Well, I love you. I thank you for the patience for me to come around full circle because I, d- I definitely get tired of being the like the sad clown sometimes where it feels like I'm... If I'm operating... And we've talked about this on the podcast. If I'm operating at like 85%, everyone's asking me what's wrong. But I needed a season where I could just like pout for six months. Did you feel like you had the space for that? I feel like I had the space. I felt like you were a great audience for that. <laughs> I felt like at all the right moments you, you said, yeah, that freaking sucks. And then the other times you were like, hey, why don't you go write a song even if you don't ever release it? Like you were a great companion during that. But now I'm ready to get to work. It's a new Monday. It's new. Um, it feels like a new era new of mindset. COVID. Yeah. So all that to say, How To With John Wilson, <laughs> episode four if if it will either horrify you or be the funniest thing you've ever seen, 
And I can't imagine there's any middle ground. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm so glad we saw that with friends. Yes, because I'm pretty <laughs> sure had we seen that just the two of us, we would have been mortified. I don't... <laughs> it was also the fact that our friends were hyping it up so much. And then they had never seen that episode. And so whenever everything went down, <laughs> they were just like, I'm so sorry. What just happened? It's a great time, though. Oh. Okay, so you and I got exposed to COVID. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah, we had a little COVID scare. We had a little COVID scare. We got exposed to COVID on Halloween because, like a lot of people, we uh, thought, oh, you know, it's no big deal. We'll just go outside and, like, be spooky characters. First of all, you went as the essence of Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek. Yeah. And I went as Bill Burr, but the comedian but i didn't really commit to it because he i look like him anyway i committed to it and i got a um i think the most accurate someone said oh stevie nicks and i was like sure <laughs> that's fair i've also been into straightening my hair since i did that so you, you have been into straightening your hair i was gonna bring that up yesterday because you did it yesterday i also i desperately need a haircut with my bangs and i don't really know what to do with them at this length besides straighten them you gotta text your girl you gotta get that hair I know, cut girl. i know i know but so we get exposed to covid can can I tell the story of me being proud of you by putting yourself out there and then it biting you in the butt? So Aaron is not, I'm usually Aaron's wingman at parties. I'm usually like, oh my gosh, Terry looks super fun. Do you want me to go like start a conversation with her? Also, really quick, going into this party, I thought it was only going to be people that we knew. Right. But there was two people a that we did people not we know. Didn't, and that's okay. Yeah. And you stuck your neck out to meet this new person and you talked to this person for like 40 minutes. Not 40 minutes. For like, like four minutes. Like 15. Oh, that's what But I like meant. 15, 20 minutes. But we had a really great conversation about running, about body image. Oh, nice. Like we really went there and it, it was not surface level. It was just like a really good conversation. And the girl that hosted the party came up to me. She Then that girl left, the girl that I just met. And then our friends that hosted the party, like she came up to me and she's like, Erin, I'm so glad that you got to meet my friend. Like, she isn't she so cool? And I was like, I literally said this. I was like, yeah, but like TBH, I feel like I, I kind of crushed it. And I said that out loud and I was like, wow, wow I can't believe I just said that. And you told me like, like uh, wow. you will not believe it. Like, I was just like I was super just nice. so to good at yeah. being, well, I, not that... I'm not a nice person, but I'm not great usually with like first interactions. Retweet. What? I've seen it. Yeah, I'm not. I've been there. I'm not great. And I feel like I did really well. So I was all excited. So, okay, I'll tell the story. So then that happens. We have a good time. We like we didn't have our mask on for the whole thing for most of it, if I'm being honest, but it was outside. So I felt like pretty comfortable. Yeah. Um, it felt like a safe situation. I would say I let my guard down a little bit, but that's okay. I'm not, I don't want to blame anyone for this, but anyways, so then. Well, it's a hard, when you're at a party outside and you're talking to someone not wearing a mask, it like, I don't know what the mental gymnastics going on are, but you definitely don't want to be like a bad hang. Yeah. And I know that that is a very bad excuse for like the safety of others, but it is a real thing that you're like, I mean, I don't want them to be uncomfortable talking to me. That And know. everyone kind of was having that vibe, right? Yeah. So then um, so then fast forward on, that was Saturday, on Monday night, I 
go on a walk with my friend. That's been my favorite COVID activities. Just like I love walking. Yeah. I'm a great conversationalist if you get me walking. Like that's whenever my brain is just like, I feel like I'm creative even in conversation. I know that sounds weird, but like I really, me moving just like works. And so me and my friend Casey were on a walk together. I teach her and her daughter violin lessons and I see them on Tuesdays usually for lessons. This is a Monday night. I left my phone in the car when we went on the walk. We go on a walk from six to seven. I get back in my car, see that I have a text from a number I don't know. I got it at 6.15, right after I started this walk. And it was like, hey, Erin, this is so-and-so. It was really great meeting you on Saturday. And I was like, oh, that's that chick that I got to talk to. I was so good with that. She's like, I'm so sorry to tell you this, but I just got to, I, I just tested positive for COVID. And I wasn't showing any symptoms at the party Um, but if I, you know, if I tested positive today, then, you know, I think the rule is like, you're, you're, you can, you're contagious like a few days before you show symptoms. So she was probably contagious at the party is what we were assuming. Right. So, whoo, buddy. Granted, all that is like so confusing anyway. That, here's, here, in my, my mind, truthfully, in this, and I hope it's okay that we're sharing this. I guess it's okay if we're not sharing names. Um, but... What happened to my brain in that moment was such a, I don't think I'll ever forget those two weeks because of the life lesson that I had from this, because I've done so much work in the last couple of years of trying to break all of my people pleasing tendencies. Yeah. Uh, Like I, I don't think I want to shake all of that, but I want to shake most of what I have. Yeah. And as soon as I got that text, I... Did not, not one percent of my brain thought of myself. Mm. Not one percent. It. I got the text in the car. I called my friend immediately that I just hung out with, and I said, "I you know we just went on the walk." And I said, "I'm so sorry. I have to tell you this. So let's just do Facetime lessons tomorrow, and I'm just going to see what I'm going to do." I was scheduled to host a, a. I was hosting a baby shower that weekend. I knew I had to move that. The following weekend, I was hosting my students' violin recital. We haven't had a violin recital in over a year. Right. And I had reserved a park for it. Like, I had, like, put in so much work towards these things. Because when COVID happened, we canceled everything. And we are like, we're never going to see people again. Mm-hmm. And then about two months ago, I think the entire country was like, okay, we have to figure out how to uh, how to go through normal life with a pandemic. Mm-hmm. because we can't just stay in our apartment and not do the things that we need to do. Like our friends are still having babies. Uh, you still have violin students. Like we still, and so we're like, okay, let's do it outside. Let's, you know, right. Be socially, di- only 10 people come or Keep whatever. The numbers low. Let's there's way I was, I was getting into, you're right. I was getting into a new rhythm of how to do things, how to host things. Yeah. To, because, yeah, because life can't cease for two years. We just can't do it. Right. So we we were trying to figure out like what does it look because we haven't done shows. Yeah. And our rule is if we wouldn't go, we would not play the show. Like right. if, if we're playing a show in a venue, I don't know if I would go to that. I don't think I'd go. Yeah. I don't think I'd go. Yeah. So the 
the issue was at the recital, it's like, how do you do a recital that you would feel comfortable going to? Yeah. And it's, oh, there's only going to be eight people there. It's outside and everyone's sitting eight feet apart from each other. Mm-hmm. Perfect. But you still did not feel like it was safe enough gr- given that you had been exposed to COVID. Yeah. So luckily the recital was scheduled for exactly two weeks after I was exposed. So if I never got COVID over those two weeks, then the recital would go as planned. Yes. Had I gotten COVID, the recital probably would have been canceled because then the 14 days would have moved. Right. So then I knew the shower needed to be moved, but that was the same contingency of like, okay, now this, but then what happened? And I mean, I know it ended up all working out so smoothly and I'm so thankful for that. Also, it was supposed to rain the entire weekend that I moved everything in it. And then the sun just like was perfect. But then that became the shower and the recital were on the same weekend. Yeah. And that's a lot of work for me. So it was and a so, lot. <clears throat> it was just, it was like two weeks of you and I hunkering down, not seeing anyone. Like my students did Zoom lessons, which was awesome. But that also meant I couldn't practice with them right. in person. And so we were supposed to all do duets together, and then that turned into them just playing by themselves. Right. We were supposed to all play Joy to the World together, and miraculously, we all did without ever having rehearsed it. It was very cute. It was so sweet. And it was very cute. Like the students didn't invite any family and friends; they just kept it immediate family. So we had like around what, like fifteen people. That that even seems extravagant i mean i guess if you're considering the students too but it was very small yeah i think we had exactly 15 people i just counted okay um but that's a perfect number i like rented out this cute little pavilion at a park i decorated with stuff that they had like i just decorated cute and then made it like a special thing and i but the whole covid thing though that i have to back to people pleasing i panicked whenever i got the text but I also had a lot of respect for this girl for texting me. That was, that was very kind of her. And what a hard thing to do. Well, and also responsible of her. Totally. Responsible, kind, uh, hard. A hard yeah. thing to do. And so the next day of lessons, I was panicked the whole day. I just didn't know how I was going to make anything work. I was scared to call my friend that I was hosting the shower for. But I was like, she's not going to be mad at you, Erin. Like, just move on and do it. And... I, I just, everything felt so hard. And so I had to keep telling myself, you can do hard things yeah, and you're going to be okay. Yeah. Like you're capable of doing this, but I had to for real check my heart in a sense of like, you are so worried about how you getting COVID is going to affect everyone around you, but you have not once thought how this is going to affect your own health. Yeah, never once. Like, that never even came up. You were like, they're going to be mad at me. They're going to. And that's not because I'm confident in not having any like respiratory issues, so I'm going to be fine. My, no, it was legitimately mean? like <clears throat> I. I it would was just rather- like whatever. I'll get the. I'll get a terrible, terrible flu, cold, COVID situation. But what's everyone else going to do without me? Right. Like it was so ridiculous, and I was so disappointed in how my immediate reaction was but it also made me realize like I was literally like <clears throat> I don't think I told you this but I was literally praying at night like Aaron you have to give up control of this yeah and like I had to keep saying you know in a lot of things in my life 
<clears throat> I plan for worst case scenario and it's not healthy. But in this case, I felt like it was because I had to walk myself there. I had to keep going step by step and going, you get COVID, you have to cancel everything and you're still okay at the end of it. And you're fine. And everyone around you is still okay. Yeah. And no one's going to hate you for this and be mad at you. Yeah. So I, it caught, it forced upon me a lot of um, growth in a short amount of time. Yeah. I totally get that. Oh, also, we, it's important <clears throat> to note, we immediately got tested. Oh, we got tested like five days after because that's like the average time that it takes to typically get it. And so we got rapid testing done five days after. And we came back negative. Came back negative. I was terrified of the test and it wasn't that bad at all. So apparently they don't have to touch like your brain anymore. Like they figured out like. Yeah, I thought. I. It was actually just like the flu. Like I don't know if it flu was. Test. Flu or one year I got the flu and strep test and I don't know which one did my nose, but it touched like. Yeah, it, w- it went way up there. Brain, eyebrow. This one did not. Yeah. This was like a very easy. It took us like an hour. We were in. They they swabbed us. We drove through the line, got our results back, and we yeah, were they out came, of there. Yeah, they came back to our car at like 40, in 45 minutes and like came over and said, hey, you're both negative. Yeah, it was nothing. So like that was good. But you and I still stayed really distant from everyone. Yes. Um, I mean, we. I've always thought we were really careful to the point where I want everyone to know that I'm like taking this very seriously. But also, like, we can't just not exist. Like, that's just not on the table for us. Yeah. So, how do you do that responsibly? And I think we did a good job of that. Yeah. You know, making sure everybody felt safe. Making sure that I I felt like I was doing a good job protecting people. Because, you know, I, the whole time we were in the line for the COVID test, I was like, this is ridiculous. We do not have COVID. And, yeah. like, I knew we didn't have it because... We were outside. It was like so safe. And, but still, it's like one of those things like it was very low effort for us to get the test. Yeah. And very high risk if we didn't, you know, like it's, there's no reason not to. So, um, so anyway, yeah. So we're both COVID negative, but we learned a lot, I think. Yeah. So we're, you know, the whole, the whole country is, is in jeopardy of like cases going up again. It's like going to get really, really scary over the next couple of months. And we're going to take that super seriously. Yeah. And, uh, we're trying to figure out Thanksgiving and Christmas and like all that other stuff. But I, I'm so thankful that we didn't have it for so many reasons. I mean, on a people, I mean, I'm still thankful on a people pleasing scale because like I wanted my friend to have, a really sweet shower and I wanted her to feel like she has community right now. Right. In the middle of a pandemic and, and having a second baby. Like that's just like, that seems like so much to me. And I'm at, I, I imagine having a kid just really makes you want to have people around. Yeah. And not feel like isolated on an Island with all of that, especially in a pandemic. And so I was just going to be so heartbroken if that had to be canceled. Yeah. And then on in my students' lives, like I wanted them to feel so celebrated. And I it's funny because I always tell them it doesn't matter to me how you do at the recital. Right. That doesn't matter. It's like the work that goes into getting ready for the recital. Yeah. And they practice their butts off for that. And they like work so hard. And um sometimes I this is like silly, but sometimes I'll be like, why am I even doing a recital? I only have five students. 
Like, I don't have the 25 that I had in Hattiesburg. But whenever I saw them on Saturday, just, like, totally crush it and light up whenever they saw how decorated it was. And, like, all of the parents dressed up, too, which was just, like, so sweet. It was very sweet. Then it, like, I'm like, oh, this is important. And they're seeing that their efforts are being celebrated. Not their performance, but their efforts are being celebrated. Yeah. And that builds, like, a lot of character. And I was just, like, I couldn't sleep at night leading up to it, like, weeks ahead of time not just because of the COVID thing but because I kept imagining like what how I would introduce everyone and like that's just what my how my brain was thinking about it you know yeah of like how I could encourage them and it man it was just so sweet though but I was just like no like every kid deserves this and so even if I have only a handful of students like they deserve this moment yeah and it was 100% worth it so good so what are, what are you super into this week? Um, well, I was going to say my straightener, and I'm really glad I didn't get rid of it years ago. Is that weird? No. I've I'm... just been into straightening my hair lately because I don't know what to do with it because it's growing out. Yeah. My hair, I think, is at its best whenever it's growing out bangs. Okay. It has just like lots of texture, and I'm just like really into it. Wow. I'm just not the audience for this conversation. <sighs> Jeremiah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, that's not important. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, I, a lot of times, I, whenever I leaned into the fact of, like, okay, you have curly hair, like, always wear it curly, because I, now I love my curly hair, then I got really terrified of straightening it, because I thought it was forever going to be straight, and I was going to ruin it, but anyways. You got to get that porch cut. I know, but I've, I've also had this straightener, I kid you not, since, like, the seventh grade. It's good. What brand is that? Do you want to give them a shout like, out? It's like a chi. The oh. chi, I think, the chai. Help. Okay. Uh, so I want the thing that I'm super into is um, hang on, let me get this book so I can make sure I get all the terms right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's heavier than I thought. Uh, so IFS therapy is what I'm super into this week. So you haven't. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I was talking to a friend that is a therapist, and he was. Uh, I made a comment that the inner critic in my mind has been like really mean to me over this season. And he basically told me that there, you know, you have the potential to, tr to tell that voice how to treat you. Like you're teaching it how to treat you. And that was like the beginning of me being like, oh my gosh, I never even considered that. Because the inner voice in your head is there to help you. And I, that kind of sent me on this like road of trying to figure out what it is I need in my life to like for like mental wellness. And I've discovered this, uh, IFS therapy, which is, it's like this type of therapy. Um, there's also like brain spotting, which I obviously have never done, but like, I'm like learning all these different types of therapy that I'm like super interested in, uh, to kind of figure out how I can be nicer to myself and just take better care of, cause you know, like I, I do a good job of like eating healthy and I like exercise and I do all those things, but like I have neglected the mental wellness side of my life. Yeah. And I want to spend some time, uh, digging deeper into that. Uh, my, one of my top three favorite movies of all time is inside out. And apparently that is, um, based off of IFS therapy. Oh, really? Yeah. 
So uh, and we love that movie, and we love that. So movie. we'll love Ivas. Yeah, so we'll love Ivas. <laughs> Can I borrow uh, it after you're done? Yeah, of course. Lol. So um, I got this workbook uh, called Self Therapy that or Aaron got it for me that she handed to me right before we started this. Um, you didn't know I ordered it. I didn't it? know that you ordered that. That's that was very a sweet surprise. Of you. That was a very uh, very sweet thing that you did. So I'm just. Uh, I guess the thing I'm into this week, that's a lot of rambling because I don't know enough about it to speak well on it yet. Um, just I'm into doing the work of like wholehearted living, not to sound all Brene Brown, but I want to take better care of the way that I talk to myself. And Yeah, that's good. And I want to spend less time on social media. I want to spend more time journaling and reflecting on the good watching how to with John Wilson and laughing at that weird moment in that episode that like cracked me up so much. Like I want to just be as joyful as I am known to be like the character that I align with. I want to be that. And the way to do that is just to be nice for myself. And I think that's what I'm super into this week. That's great. Okay. Uh, this was fun. Okay. I love you. What's up, Patreon? How are you? How's everything going?